Yes, let's do this. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Saturday School Podcast. This is the show for educational leaders and really anyone and everyone trying to do great things in education. And on this episode, we're going to talk about our core values and what matters to us. And so Cindy, hi. Hey, Julie, I'm so excited to be back here together again. So last time we talked about Elena Aguilar's book Onward that we both have been reading recently in the last year or two, me even more recently, but we really got into core values. And so I thought maybe we could share what our core values are and then maybe how we got to that point. Yes. I love that idea. And in preparation for today, as we were talking, you know, last week when we, we kind of got down that wormhole of, oh, wait, you're reading that. I'm reading that. Oh, wait, we love core values. Tried to redirect ourselves and said, we'll talk about it this week. Then I was, I had to go back and take a look at mine because I hadn't remembered. And it was even, you know, a year and a half ago or so, I still feel that way. Those are truly my core values. And at the same time, to just remember all that they're about and how important it is to keep them close to us and to keep reminding ourselves in good times and bad times, what our core values are and why they matter. Do you want to give me your top three? Yes. Okay. So drum roll. Yeah. My my top three are, and you have to judge these, Jolie. I, I'm, you can, I'm very curious. You know me better than myself. If you also, think this fits. Actually, and I'm totally stalling this, not, on, not intentionally, <laughs> but I did count. There are 117 values in the list. Okay. That Elena gives. And so okay. I had not done this activity. So I, I thought maybe I would just say how you got to these. So first you look through the list and you narrow it down to the 10 that are yes. most important to you. And then she asks you to cross off five. You get down to five yep. and then you need to cross off two. So then you get down to the three. And I was really excited to do this activity. However, when I was doing the activity, I did not enjoy it. Really? Okay. Tell me about that. I think it was because it was one of my core values. It will become apparent maybe why this activity was uncomfortable because it said if you were acting against your core values that is where you experience discomfort and so I'll get to that I'll leave you in suspense for oh my gosh I am in suspense I'm looking oh. at the list of 117 right now to try and figure out which one that is <laughs> I had a really hard time doing it and because it was hard for me to narrow it down and so I actually had my husband, Chris, do it. <laughs> that is awesome. And because I just was curious, like, what is his list going to be looking like? I think it was hard for me to differentiate my personal life and my professional life. Mm-hmm. Core values should cross both. That was my follow-up question as you were saying that, Jolie, because do you think, I would think my core values cross both, but you mentioned it was it was hard for you to differentiate. Like, why why differentiate? Tell me more about that. I mean, wouldn't they be the same? Well, no, they weren't actually. It's so weird. That is interesting. I, huh. It's funny to be speechless in a podcast. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's funny for me to be speechless anytime. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Let's be honest. Okay. I, now I want you to go first because I want to know. Share yours because I'm so excited to talk about these. Okay. Well, I put family down. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And beside it, I put, well, duh, of course. Doesn't everyone put family? And then I think like <laughs> at, at school, like my family is always important to me. Of course it is. But then Chris made the point that, well, your, your school family, which duh, I should notice that too, because my principal says it all the time uh, is we yeah. are a family. So family, what does that mean? Actually, one of my three core values, I think that means the people that are closest to you are really important. So family is, and then the one that really threw me off is choice. Well, I think this is why it was hard for me in the list because I like to have lots of choices and lots of options of things. And so to narrow things down for me was really difficult. I think because I like to have choice, Mm -hmm. but but then I'm like, how does that fit in my personal life? And the only thing I could think of was when you go to a restaurant and you have lots of choices or you have a charcuterie board and there's like all these, I love having all those choices. That, that does make sense. You're right. Why this one would be hard because the whole activity was about taking away your choices. Yeah. So the choice one, I, I mean, what other, you said the restaurant one, like share more about choice as a core value. Well, I kind of was, so this is why I was thinking like personally and professionally might be a little bit different, Mm -hmm. but I think professionally, like when I was in the classroom, choice was uber important for my students to have. And I always had choice for them because that's how they connected with whatever material we were doing. I can definitely see that with you. And you know, the choice one It makes me think too, as I think of you as a professional, I mean, in your classroom, maybe, you know, whether you also valued having your own choices on how you taught, how you structured your classroom. And I think of with, with educators, how important that is to be able to have choice in that. Just like you talked about with kids, it's really important that they have choice so that they feel connected to what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, at the same time with educators, we always value how important it is that they have choice in the ways that they teach and, and in the way that they manage their classroom. Yeah. How they learn. So that's where the person is so close to my heart because I think I just like that our educators have choice in what they want to grow in, what they want to learn. I really, yes. When I hear like you expanding on that, that does, I definitely can see choice as being something you're grounded in, in what you do. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So I don't know how that fits into my personal life necessarily. Well, the restaurant. Well, I guess. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Really important. I don't know. So do you think you would pick different? Do you think you could do this activity completely separately for your personal life? Yes. That's interesting. That's like a whole nother podcast. Oh yeah. I like that. (laughs) So I, my three core values And again, this was fun because this was from November of 2019. My core values were family first. And I did look at that as I was reviewing this. For me, kind of like you said, that's a no brainer. I think that family does cross over into professional for the reason you noted too, because family is who you're close to, who supports you and who you support, who you're connected with. At the same time, I will say in my professional life, my family is really important because in my professional life, I make sure that my family is a priority. Sometimes that means leaving and going home at a decent time, making sure that when I'm 
at home. I'm present with my kids. Like I shared with you before we started tonight, this evening it met, even though it's been one of those weeks to where I'm not home very much, my husband and I were able to interrupt both of our work and take a quick walk around town for 30 minutes together. And it's protecting that family peace in my professional life. For me, those I've, I've definitely discovered about myself that professionally, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to slow down. I, I love it. This education stuff and these kids drive me way too much and in such a good way, I'm not going to stop. So how do I make sure that I do the same for my family? So to me, and that's also why family is, is a core value. Another one was positive attitude. That I one had that in my, it was in my top five. I, I was curious because that's, I mean, that is something I think you and I have in common. We love our positive attitudes drive each other because people with a negative, more negative attitude, it doesn't make me flinch or bother me too much or anything like that. But at the same time, sometimes it's sure fun just to be around somebody who's, who's going to be rooting for everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're so good at celebrating and it's something I think we have fun in together. Yeah. And I think that came out in our initial podcast. Yeah, definitely. And then my third one, I did not remember this one, but I still think it fits high expectation. Yeah. I, that one was, I was, I did kind of what you just did. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did not remember that one, but I think it encompasses a lot of different things. And it's another example of how, when I did this activity, I definitely looked at both personal and professional uh, of having the high expectations. It's really important to me. And it's something that I forgot I had even put, but it makes sense that it's here. So do you think that that manifests itself in goals that you have for mm -hmm. yourself? I think so. What I expect of any given day and of overall what I expect of what I do in, you know, in my career and for others. If someone is acting against your core values and it bothers you, how, can you think of a time that that has ever happened with any of your three that you chose? Yeah, I think that's a, oh, that's a great question. I think that one, you know, high expectations in what educators do a good and a bad of having this as one of my core values is sometimes I can get really frustrated with others who don't look for the next best thing or don't look for ways to go as far as I think they should for a kid. I That's where I think it's good for me to remember. I'm not always right in okay, time to look for the next best thing or time to, to review your grading practices. Um, at the same time, I think it's something about why I love professional development and why I love constantly learning and working with PLCs on whatever it is they're trying to improve upon is always looking at how you can get better. I think, you know, outside of one, I know I didn't give one specific example, but it does encompass sometimes why I get really frustrated. I think it encompasses why I enjoy doing what I do mm -hmm. with that high expectations. Yeah. That kind of goes with my choice one, where if you're all, if everybody is directed in one way and everyone's doing the same thing, I don't like that because <laughs> we're all individuals and we have to meet, you know, people where they are. My own two kids are completely different children. We have to just raise them in different ways because they're different kids. 
Mm -hmm. That's a great example. And that's, I love that how you can talk, how you can speak to that one from a professional standpoint and a personal standpoint. And I'm sure your kids would, and I, knowing you and Chris, you guys probably talk about this openly with your kids, but I'm, I'm sure your kids appreciate that you look at it like that. Mm -hmm. Like you are each different and, and there's choice in how we, how we raise you and what we do (laughs) after doing these. And after talking about and thinking about these three, you know, what's your takeaway? What's your one good nugget that you're thinking, huh, I need to remember this because I'll be, I would be curious to do this at another time, even six months from now, just to see, I guess my good nugget is it was a good uh, way to reflect. As you said, I I would encourage other people to do it. The other nugget that I'm taking away is you last time said, I need to put my three on a card or something and just put it in my office or put it in somewhere where it's visible to me knowing that how I act and how I interact with people it's probably rooted in those things so absolutely I think looking through it I need to tear this page out and post it somewhere I mean we ask that of people all the time in those good coaching conversations when when we're talking with them or I think of in in my role I ask it I asked of a student today well what does that look like her what does that feel like I would love to put those questions up and remind myself how am I demonstrating these every day. So what do you think? Are we ready to wrap it up? I think so. Our audience might be right. I know. right? (laughs) All right. We would like to know our audience wants to hear like topics or big things. I know Mm -hmm. we have a list of ideas going forward and we have some potential guest speakers coming up. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you want to hear? I love that question because I I would love to, I think you and I, sure we've got topics, but right. What else what else is floating around out there that we could grab a hold of and tuck through that might help everybody and give them some good resources? Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you enjoy, enjoyed our chat about core values today. I know Jolie and I love talking with you and have a, having a sounding board as we nerd out on education topics. I hope you take away one good nugget from today. That's the goal every single time. <laughs> <laughs>